0: Hello, my beautiful wolves, and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play. It means the world to me. And in this podcast episode, we're going to talk all about relationships, both platonic and romantic relationships, and how these relationships can evolve, how they're allowed to evolve. And I give you guys a very personal experience that I've had recently during the eclipse season around taking some relationships that I've had and kind of switching them up a little bit to better suit and serve me. So it is my dear hope that with this episode, it gives you guys the awareness that you get to choose. It doesn't have to be all or nothing like what I used to think. And even in your romantic relationships, trust that your embodiment will ripple out. But before we get into today's episode, I just want to quickly bring up and remind all of my beautiful listeners here that I have some amazing offers available. Having some Reiki sessions. so I have two types of Reiki sessions. I have my Reiki mini sessions where we really just do the energetic and debrief. And then I have my in-depth Reiki sessions where there is an energetic check-in. There's crystal recommendations, light language, activations, and healing. I get channeled messages from your soul and or guides and go through a full Reiki journey. I am also throwing out my angelic healing practice as well. So if you're interested in cultivating any sort of relationship with your angels, then this would be a really great session for you. I am attuned to 16 of the archangels and the 16 archangels and I will work with you and help you and your body and your energy to clear Cleanse, revive, and rise. So, if any of this seems interesting to you, all of the links and all that jazz will be in the show notes. So, with that being said, thank you so much for pressing play. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, my beautiful wolves, and welcome to the Divine Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, your energetic and light language healer, your spiritual rebel reiki practitioner tarot card reader channeler and transformation mentor and i'm here to guide and inspire you to your soul and your true self to reintroduce you to your power and inner goddess so we can transform and liberate ourselves so we can stand in our power as women we talk about everything and anything that's involved in the self-development and spiritual awakening journey how to go from surviving to thriving and the in-between we get deep vulnerable and honest here, breaking down barriers and changing the game. This podcast will make you feel, think and take action. It may also get a little weird and crazy up in here too. So buckle up. It's time that we make our own rules for the highest good of all. So join me, rise from the ashes transformed and let's awaken together. So something I would love to talk to you guys about here today in today's podcast episode has to do more about relationships and relationships have been very highlighted for me over the course of the last few months and especially during eclipse season and I learned actually a lot during eclipse season when it comes to relationships and how you can navigate relationships whilst going through your healing transformation and spiritual awakening. So before we dive into the wisdom that I've learned and cultivated about relationships over the past few months, I want to give you guys the backstory. So over the course of the past few months, but even if I think about it even more broadly, it's been a It's been over the course of the last few years, though the fact that the relationships have been being highlighted for me, especially during eclipse season of 2023, is not surprising knowing that the eclipse seasons in this time is on the relationship and independence side of the zodiac wheel. So Aries being the independent warrior, whereas Libra is the balancing, friendships, harmonization, unity, all of that jazz. And so it makes sense considering the things that I have been learning over the course of the last little bit. So I want to give you guys the story of my own experience that I've had with this. And so I have two friends of mine very beautiful human beings. I love them very much. And I've been best friends with them. One of them since I was 13 years old and another one since I was eight years old and I'm now in my thirties. So that's a really long time to have friendships, right? And we have grown and evolved together for many, many, many years. And the three of us, are we were always on that whole like best friends forever we're gonna end up in a retirement home together doing crazy shit together when we're old before my sobriety journey I was actually we were on the whole like we're gonna be you know driving around scooters with a mid-key of vodka telling people to fuck off (laughs) just really enjoying kind of that elderly lifestyle with your best friends kind of thinking of like golden girls that was very much the vibe that we were in, I've seen them go through some of their major life's ups and downs. And they've seen me going through some of my major life's ups and downs. And so there is a special connection between me and these two girls. And I also recognize now when I look back that there have been multiple times that I was insecure about our friendships because I was not getting, I was not receiving what I thought were friendship like qualities from my best friends, even a few years ago. And so this to me looked like how, um, you know, sometimes, so one of my best friends, she's a mom. And she had a daughter. She had her daughter when she was 21 years old. And when she had her daughter, I was out in Alberta, complete other side of the country when she had this huge major life shift. And I didn't get to come back home till a few years after the fact. And so my best friend has already kind of cultivated some new friendships, some new support systems and all of that jazz in accordance to her having her baby. No shame around that. In fact, I'm quite proud of her for doing that. That's awesome. However, I found that when I came back home, it was like I was still living across the country. I felt disconnected from her, from my best friend. We weren't talking as much. She um didn't really bring her daughter around me so much, and I was very hurt by being I like I felt left out. I felt left out. I felt alienated. But the beautiful thing was, is that her and I were able to actually have a conversation about this. And the thing that I had to recognize was that she was a mother. And at this time, I was not sober and I was still drinking and doing drugs pretty much every day. And so it became clear through us talking. But then also, honestly, just with me getting sober already, the behaviors Within our relationship, started to change and started to shift. We started hanging out a little bit more. We started talking a little bit more and communicating a little bit more. She started bringing her daughter more into my life. This makes sense to me because I recognize that if I was a mother, I would not want my children to be around adults who were drinking and doing drugs and just not being very good role models for the kids, right? I mean, let's just be honest. When we got to that point where I was sober, she and I had had talked and we had shared our feelings and gotten our expectations and all of that jazz out of the way and then with my other friend, her and I, we were adventure buddies. We lived in Ottawa together. Um, went to the same schools together. I actually lived with her and her family for about six to eight months at one point in my adolescence when I was kicked out of my parents' house. And so her family, I got very close with her family and my and my best friend, like she's very close with my family. I moved out to Alberta. She moved out to Alberta a year later. And so, like, we were very much adventure buddies, but we were also very much drug and alcoholic buddies as well. We would do drugs together. We would drink together. But we would also, like, go hiking and go road tripping and do a lot of fun stuff together as well. So um, when we moved back, I moved back home first, actually, before she did. And then she moved back home shortly thereafter. It's It was interesting because at this point, I had already started my sobriety journey and she has not right um and then after my sobriety journey I started my spiritual awakening so the last few years with my two best friends I've been disconnected and for a while it bothered me because they're my best friends right and like I want to hang out with you I want to see you and I I want to be a part of your life and so every once in a while when we would hang out again it felt different and it felt off. And there was just certain things about them, honestly, that did not resonate with me anymore. And I mean, we were already on this kind of growing apart train, you know? And which is super normal, by the way, um, to any of my listeners who are in their 20s and going into their 30s or even beyond, Honestly, I don't think there is any age limit when it comes to this, but our relationships are going to ebb and flow. There's going to be friendship breakups and, you know, new friendship relationships coming together and blossoming. But then this is the main thing that I want to talk to you guys about, because one of my biggest learning lessons when it comes to relationships over the course of the last few years is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing that was my lesson. And that is what this podcast is going to be here to talk to you guys about. Because in the past, if I had someone in my life, like my two best friends, who were no longer serving me, who had different ideals and mythologies than I did, who had different values than I did, right? And like in this particular friendship group, right? I feel that i don't get the opportunity to receive much from them right i'm the one that has to text i'm the one that has to create plans and oftentimes even when i do it'll be weeks later that i'll get a response even if 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 i do get a response i know one of my two best friends completely forgot my birthday a few years ago and they still don't know that they did because I just didn't care to rub it in their face at any point in time but a few years ago I would have just been like okay we're no longer friends I get okay cool I get it you're on this road I'm on this road they're two completely different roads you're going east I'm going west cool no hard feelings peace out see you later right and then like I would never talk to them again I would never see them again just like wouldn't really care about their lives anymore because they're just not a part of mine that's how I used to be I've been like that since a very young age as a safety and protection coping technique one of the first peoples I've ever disowned in my life was a family member my half-brother so like I'm not afraid to I like, I don't care what status you have in my life. If you like, again, this was me a few years ago. If you do not serve me in any such way, then like bye Felicia, peace out, have a good life, catch you in the next one, maybe, you know? And it wasn't until this season that rolled around for me and my growth that I've realized that it doesn't have to be that way. And I know a lot of us, coming into our healing, transformation, and spiritual awakening, we feel this way. It might be about your partner. It might be about your best friends, where you start to recognize that you're an individual, and so are they. And so they're going to live their lives the way that they want to live their lives. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with it. Because they're their own individual who's living their own lives, who has their own soul's lessons that they chose to come into this world and learn, right? So they have their own journey to go on. And it took me this long to realize that just because that's the case, just because maybe I'm on my spiritual awakening journey and I'm kind of like in a place where I take responsibility for my life and my triggers and my traumas and maybe my best friends haven't yet. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is pretty much where, where it is in IRL. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like I know they don't listen to my podcast, you know? So I often hear of like, how can you be in a relationship with someone who's not on the same spiritual transformation and healing journey as you are? How can you be best friends with someone who's blah, 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 blah. blah. You know what I mean? And we run into this a lot, but what I've learned is you are allowed to shift people in your life without actually full bore having to like disown and kick them out. So for me, This past few months, I've really learned that my two best friends, who I've considered best friends since I was a child, aren't my best friends anymore. They aren't. They just aren't. I don't need to be sad about this. I can if I want to be. Like, I mean, if you have these feelings where like, oh my gosh, like I've been best friends with her since I was five and now we're no longer best friends like you can be sad about that allow yourself to express your feelings but recognize that it doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be out of your life for good period my two best friends are no longer my best friends but they're more like my acquaintances I still will talk to them I still will see them it's going to be maybe once once or twice a year and that's about it but at the same time, I know that like, so at this point, you guys all know my listeners that I'm going through court. So yeah, those two girls know what's going on. They've always supported me when shit like that hits the fan in my life. So I can still share that with them and just like, oh my gosh, going through this like really tough time right now. You know, again, you get to pick and choose. So, if you have any relationships going on in your life right now, this could be within your family. This could be your romantic relationships. This could also be your platonic relationships as well. And if you notice that, like, they're no longer serving you because of what, whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean just, anyways, I'm babbling. You can switch it up. You get to dictate on your end what you want that relationship to now look like, to now feel like. You want to make sure that you're not overexerting your energy into a relationship that is not giving you that same kind of energy back, right? So like I said, when it came to me and my best friends who are no longer my best friends, that's okay. I still love them dearly and I still want them to have the best lives they possibly can. And I'm still going to be there for them no matter what. I'm just recognizing that I don't talk to them very often. I don't see them very often. And you know, sometimes even when I do, it's interesting. And I'm still working on that part, TBH. Because I know when I do see them, they're still very much in their older type ways. And I'm figuring out how to navigate that. But that's part of one of the reasons why we just don't see each other very often, right? Though I recognize if you're in a relationship with someone, like a romantic relationship. So this I can speak to because I am a heavily spiritual human being. And I'm dating someone for the last almost six years who is not. And how we make that work, he loves and respects and supports me regardless. And I love and support him regardless of where he's at and what he's doing. And he loves and supports me regardless of where, of what, where I'm at and what I'm doing. So like when I'm running a rage ritual in my office, he's out there doing his thing. And when I come out, there's no holy shit. Like, what the fuck were you doing? It's how was that, babe? How did it go? When I need to take all of the crystals around the entire house and put them in one windowsill to get as much of the moonlight as possible on the full moon, he doesn't judge me for that. He doesn't judge me when he sees me tapping on my meridians or praying. He just accepts me for who I am. He recognizes that these things that I'm doing makes me feel good and also makes me a better person. It's helped me grow, right? Now, he is not actively doing any healing work. But one thing I can tell you guys is if you are fully embodying your healing and transformation journey, that energy is going to ripple out and affect your partner. A few years ago, my partner was so against changing his diet now he's changed his diet my partner was so against doing his own workout type routines he has a lot of injuries there's a lot of stuff behind that but he has been against doing what he needs to do to get his body into a strong and healthy place now he's starting to do that prior to uh me fully embodying my growth and healing journey right i felt so stuck in my masculine because i had to be but now that i've started to embody my feminine he's starting to embody more of his masculine so basically what i'm trying to say is is if you are in a relationship with someone while you're going through your healing and transformation journey And maybe they're not actively doing it. So you're kind of like, WTF, mate? Trust me. I've been like, WTF, mate, towards my partner multiple times. But then I started to notice these little shifts that he started to have within himself that I didn't have to push. I just had to be the role model. I was the one who started having better food choices in my diet and I was the one that verbally said out loud like fuck I am going to continue to allow my body to feel like shit just so that I can have a fucking chocolate bar no I'm not doing that anymore that's stupid so me saying that for myself I spoke my truth that rippled out onto him he started to digest those words I didn't say he needed to I just said me He started to then take what I said, let it kind of churn around in his brain. And then over time, he was like, y'all, I need to do this too. Because he started to see that I was making those choices. And I started to feel a lot better because of those choices. Same with working out. Same with me just having a better mindset in general. He's now starting to say when we have money versus if. That's all because of me. I did not necessarily go to him and be like, "Hey, smarten the fuck up," because the last thing that you want to do is become the your partner's mother, okay? That's the last thing you want to do. And that's what tends to happen in these scenarios, um especially in um hetero-cis relationships. Now, I am bisexual, so our relationship is slightly different, but he is a man, I'm a woman, so but When you start to embody your own highest self, your own truth and dharma, you start to take control and responsibility for your actions and your energy every day, that's going to ripple out into your partner. Give it time. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but it will. And you're going to start to notice these little shifts like I did. And so that's just going to be my little tin bit on relationships at this time, know that if you are in a any platonic relationships with anyone, that you have permission to kind of you know figure out which. Ah, this sounds weird, but like which box they kind of fit in. Do they fit into your best friend box? Do they fit into your friend box? Do they fit into your acquaintance box, or do they fit into the maybe? We need to break up now and like say goodbye, box, you know, see where they kind of fit into your life now. Figure out what feels good for you, and you are allowed to take your best friends and kind of put them into your acquaintances and then put your acquaintances into your best friends. Like, fuck, that happened to me. I quote unquote lost two best friends and put them into my acquaintance box, but I've gained. I think actually like four more best friends two of them for sure like I love Allie and Megan with all of my heart so shout out to you (laughs) too but you have permission to do that you are allowed to do that it doesn't like like Kelsey had to learn it does not have to be an all or nothing situation you are allowed to check up on your expectations check up on your boundaries start to kind of clear as to what the hell is going on and then figure out what works best for you and then when it comes into your romantic relationships know that while you embody your transformation healing and spiritual journey that is going to have a ripple effect on your partner it's going to take some time so again sit with what feels good for you. There has been times where I got so frustrated and so scared that my partner and I weren't going to make it because I'm doing all of this work and he's kind of not. But then I started seeing little ways that he started to change and grow within himself. And even just that alone, I'm like, okay, okay, this is, this is working. And open communication, right? Like open communication is key. So like my partner and I have had this conversation about complacency. That is a huge no-no for me. Huge no-no for me is complacency. And a huge no-no for him is uh, like anger outbursts, which is like super fucking fair, which we're both guilty at, but we're both working on. So check in on your relationships, allow yourself to play with them and see what really suits you. And just Know that you are the one with autonomy over this. You get to choose. So, thank you so much, everyone who chose to press play here today and got all the way to the end. I appreciate every single one of you, like, no tomorrow. I love you guys all so, so much. The fact that you're having my voice in your ears is a dream come true. So, thank you so much again for pressing play. I would absolutely really appreciate it. It would be an awesome Christmas present. If you guys could rate the podcast, share it on your stories, tag me in it so I can see what you guys are up to. And let me know if you guys have any questions or concerns on Spotify, especially, which is super dope. They have kind of like a Q&A little box there. So if there's anything that you guys want to hear about, let me know if there's any feedback you would like to give let me know if there's anything at all you guys want to share you can do so there um if you aren't listening on spotify and you're on apples i know that you can rate there and i'm gonna leave it there for now so ciao for now i'll see you guys next time